looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Jennifer Aniston is not going to be Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom's baby. Oh my god! Thank <laughs> God. I, I know that none of these people are who's but this this rumor or this information bobby knows has been plaguing me. me like oh you too okay good i just like when, i hate it first of all everybody reported it they were like katie perry and jennifer anson are so close that jen is going to be katie's godmother and i was like i'm sorry <laughs> since when are these two close not to be like i know them i don't know them personally but like come on so, now, so cool is the rumor true that jennifer aniston is the godmother wow is that right? I'm, I know she texted us because we are friendly with her and, and Orlando is one of her good friends. And we were like, wow, this is a wild <laughs> I mean, God knows she's, you know, with her, she's had everything said about her. But I guess this is a, a fun rumor. Um, but no, we have no idea where it came from. But, you know, that's that is the product of the media and the Internet. You should definitely believe everything that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, I didn't understand why they were friends, I didn't realize, even Katie's explanation is like, I mean, we're friendly with her, but Orlando's one of her good friends. I was like, I didn't even know that. So, But that's more believable that than Katie. And, because these all, yeah. all of this reporting was like, Katie and Jen are tight as fuck. Like, they love each <laughs> other. And, like, she's going to be a godmother again. And it was like, what? First of all, again, that's just, and the Jennifer Aniston narrative is so rude. Like, another, <laughs> another year, another godmother. Jennifer Always Anderson. a godmother, never yeah. a mother. Yeah. Like, it's so... <laughs> She's like, I know, this is exactly what I want. Right. Why are you clowning me? Right. She's like, being godmother fucking rules. Are you kidding me? My responsibility <laughs> is at zero. But the point is, is that... <laughs> Is this just is straight up not true? Like they, she went on what she went on the oh god, she went on the Australian Kiss FM, the Jackie, the Kyle and Jackie mm-hmm. O show, of course, the Kyle and Jackie O show, the other Jackie O. Sorry, but how red pilled about the media do you think Jennifer Aniston is? I mean, <laughs> think about it. I, I you fe- can't even say the media to her without her just like, like lighting on fire. Imagine Jen Aniston talking about the media, and I'm not even being rude. I'm like, I fully understand why. I wouldn't be surprised if she just does not read the news. She just doesn't read anything. Right. Well, um, she read this because she called Katy Perry and was like, I am actually not going to be the godmother to your child. No offense. Like, I don't know you that well, so I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's funny to me that like this rumor truly was everywhere, considering the source was very obviously fake. It was number one, it originated in the Daily Mirror, in the mirror. What? And everybody a wrote it. tabloid. And the source was anonymous. And I'm looking at this story on VanityFair.com. Like, everyone wrote about this as though it were true. Katy Perry reportedly asked Jennifer Aniston to be godmother to her daughter. The pair have apparently, quote, been friends for nearly a decade. And they even quote that it's from the mirror and that it has no sources. And yet it's everywhere. I felt like I was being gaslit by this rumor because it kept telling me they have been friends for a decade. And I was like, they have not been friends for a decade. Like, there is no way that these two, they both dated John Mayer. They are not been friends for a decade. Like, dude, like, (laughs) put the math do the math do the math get ready to do your math um i heard that the song smile is about jennifer aniston's smile <laughs> that's what my anonymous source told me yeah i'm faithful scratch that baby i'm perfect. 
Okay, who breaking news? Amanza, Amanza Smith. I'm quoting a page six headline exclusive. Selling Sunset Star, Amanza Smith suffers third degree burns making churros. This spoke to me. This is very number one because I like I like Selling Sunset. Number two, Amanza, number Amanza's maybe the best character on Selling Sunset. This is why I don't deep fry at home. This is why I don't. This deep is fry what's at home. funny because this is the kind of article that you would bookmark and then save for later in case anybody brings up frying <laughs> at home. Like you would file this under F for frying at home, and then if somebody was like having a conversation about it, you'd it's be like. My- it's terribly unsafe and like link them to this. It's it's in my anxiety justification expanding accordion <laughs> folder. They're all like printouts of internet articles. Frying, comma, deep. <laughs> who is, wait, as somebody who doesn't watch Selling Sunset and honestly at this point never will, who is this woman and what's her deal? <laughs> so the, the great thing about Amanda is that, so my friend Lauren, we were watching it and she got, she was ahead of me in the second season. And so I think the second season is maybe eight episodes and like she was on episode six before I was. And she was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anyone sold a house this season. And I, and I think I was maybe on episode four. And I was like, I don't think anyone sold a house either. There's maybe one or two exceptions to this rule, but this is a show about re, um, real estate agents in at one of the most like, I don't know, in demand. Right, but it's unclear whether they sell houses. Firms in, <laughs> yes, but they go around and they show these like $20, $30 million houses to potential clients. And it's very unclear whether or not the clients are either actors extras, actual interested buyers, or rich people who have no intention of buying the house that want to be well, on television. Well, it's probably a mix so of both, like, if not only never people know. who just want to yes. be on television. Yes. So a lot of them are real estate agents, like Chris Shell, the one who was born at the Shell station, um, by delivered help, help by the Shell employee named Chris. But so it's about the agents, and the same agents have sort of come through into the second season, but they introduced a couple new characters in the second season, and one of them is Amanza Smith. And the thing about Amanza that makes her so likable, and I think why she became a fan favorite, is because, this is why I gave you all that context, she actually has a like a discernible job and a talent. So she is an interior oh. decorator. So she does the staging. And so I find in staging the context inc- of the incredible. Show, staging is makes, iconic. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. No, it's incredible. So that was her job. And so she was actually well liked because you could look at Amanza. And even though she didn't even make sense within the context of the show, it was sort of like, I don't really believe that they need this person to do this. And I believe that they use someone else. And as you as you did the research, like she is a model slash actress. She was on Deal or No Deal just like Queen Megan. Hi, my name is Amanza with a Z. Silly, witty, and kind. I'm like the nurturer. I'm a mother of two, so I have a seven-year-old son and an eight-year-old daughter, and I'm a room parent. <laughs> so when I'm not modeling or doing interior design, I volunteer at my kids' school. Yes, she is an interior designer. That is true. But it's like she was fun to watch because she had the most interesting history. She was like a single mom. Um, she used to be married to a football player, but they're divorced. But it was like, she was kind of the quote unquote, like realist one. She was the only one maybe that you could sort of relate to as a viewer who is not wow. extremely rich in yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. So I liked Amanda. Amanda was great. Amanda sort of gotten to a mini fight with the, with the woman who's dating Tarek El Moussa. Wait, what? Oh, Christina. But not Christina. You know that one of the real estate women is dating... No she's one of the women is dating Tara Kalmusa and she refers to him as like my boyfriend but <laughs> she's like he's famous wait, he's a reality wait, star and like she, he has wait, a lot did of she kids date him before she was on selling sunset and then joined the cast or she was already on she met him between no. seasons one and two so you're saying Tara Kalmusa <laughs> like went I'm sorry and so like she's like after the cast of selling sunset he was like this is like real estate agent well, ladies who are hot and I love home home interiors or whatever because that's what he does too he does flipping and flopping um, Yes, so it's Heather, and they met at a thing, and so she, like, neither of them are really looking for a relationship, Lindsay, it just sort of happened, um, and she does not like that Amanza, Amanza has yeah, history, Tarek like, ha- so being dark. in like, a, um... He's so dark, he's so dark. What's up, everybody? I'm Tarek El Musa. And I'm Heather Ray Young. And this is the Newly Dating Game. Woohoo! What is the term when you, like, both partners have, kit like, blended family? Blended, She's starring, used to being um, in, like, a relationship starring Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, yeah. Adam mm-hmm. Sandler and Drew Barrymore. She's used to being in a relationship where she has been in a relationship where her partner had other kids and she had to sort of like befriend uh-huh. the children. And so she was giving Heather advice and Heather was like, how dare you tell me how to deal with my boyfriend's children? They are my partner's <gasps> children. Do not give me motherly advice. And Amanda's like, I'm just literally trying to be your friend. So that made me f- sort of fall in love with Amanda. I appreciate 
Demanza. Unfortunately, she had third degree burns because deep frying oil exploded out of a pan and covered her arm and wrist, which is truly my nightmare. Again, I'm telling you, frying, frying slash deep, frying full, Before you frying go comedy. Full off the off the whatever off the page with your with frying oh, talk. I'm there. Can I just I'm I just literally clicked on a link that's like house beautiful and it's like step inside Tarek El Musa and Heather Ray Young's beach house and you go all the way down. They do like a tour. They talk about the house and the end. It says. At the end of April, Tarek told People Magazine that their Newport Beach home is just a rental and they only plan to live there for at least a year. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did... So they rented it furnished. Yeah, but like they did a whole tour. They did a whole article. They did a whole video. And then at the end it says, it's a rental. And notice that she... Notice that... Not to be like all blonde white women look alike, like but like notice Anstead. that she looks yeah, like Christina. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing about Amanda is that she used to date Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm. She dated Tay Diggs like very briefly, but there's a lot of photos mm-hmm. of them together. And she... You have to play the clip of her on Deal or No Deal because she was on both Here. iterations of Deal or No Deal. She was on the Megan iteration and then she was on the reboot, which I think was short-lived. Amanda's is great. Shout out to the Selling Sunset Heads. She is my favorite person on the show, apart from Christine, who is the literal devil. And apparently season three, I read an interview with Maya, who very iconically said the silence of the lambs the um christine's wedding will be the focal point of season three which i'm into because Lindsay, you have not watched selling sunset christine is the literal devil and she is the most perfect um reality tv villain i've seen in a very long time although to be fair i don't watch much reality tv but i do love about selling sunset is like what it must be like to talk to me like normally (laughs) like for a normal person to talk to me (laughs) sorry and it's making me like crazy okay Okay. yeah what's next (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. We have a lot of little bits of breaking news. One of them is that August Alsina has responded to Jada and Will's response to August Alsina's first response to the relationship. Um, and he released a song called Entanglements. And guess what? It is a really good song. And that is not me being ridiculous. The definition of entanglement is when you're tangling the sheets. Girl, I know that we don't come in a relationship. We should play a little bit, but let me read you some of the lyrics. Like, there, it's actually really good. It was um, like Rick Ross produced it, so it's like it's good and. Um, so it's good but we have this lyric listen to this no but it's like he no it's, it's real. a real course, song well, august it's not is like, a real artist it's, it's not a real like song he's, you know an influencer who's doing music he's a real artist uh, um the the definition of entanglement is when you're tangled in the sheets girl i know we don't call it girl i know that we don't call it a relationship but you're still fucking with me entanglements is when you're tangled in the sheets it's when you're tangled up with me you're in too deep and then he says girl you fucking with a youngin I be doing shit you like. Don't do talking when I see you. All you hear is love sounds. So oh it's God. like, Rick, did you see? She's having a good time. Did you see Rick a Ross's guy. verse? Rick I Ross's heard you verse. Moan. He says, "Caught up in the matrix." And yeah, then she said, the "And then he says, yeah, I still, I gotta get around." Favorite artist was Tupac. <laughs> I know it's like it's it's like literally just about uh, Jada. It's a but it, yeah. Oh, but on the fundamentally, it's a really good song, which is nice. You, normally, you would expect like a sort of hastily written song that's a direct response to like yeah. a media item to be sort of shitty, even if it's sort of fun in a weird way. This is a good song. Well, he's a real artist. I like. I'm not surprised because I feel like he actually is a, a talented singer. But you're right. Like because it's such a stunt song, it shouldn't be this good. The Daily Mail is obsessed with Zac Efron. We've cut this segment so many times, but it is really weird to me, and we don't need to talk about this in depth, but it is really weird to me how obsessed the Daily Mail is with Zac Efron moving to Australia. Like, almost every single mm-hmm. day or or along those lines, there has been an article in Daily Mail that's like, Zac Efron is in Australia, people keep seeing him, and the rumor is that he's moving here. Like, who gives a shit that Zac Efron mm-hmm. wants to move to Australia? It is, like, a huge thing. And this latest one is even the is the weirdest one yet, which is Zac Efron is in Australia, and his people have confirmed that he's not there for work. <laughs> like, wh- what? They just really right, want to like live in Australia. Right, they're, like, desperate. Daily they Mail Australia is like, Zac Efron lives here. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone is calling his like new body a dad bod, and it's like, where? Well, it's a daddy bod. <laughs> I am surprised how he went from looking like um, Teresa Judice on Housewives Bodybuilder bod to like 
I guess he just grew chest hair and like ate a sandwich, you know, because he went from being like scary lean muscles in um, Baywatch to being kind of like broad and more like you help. You're not going to help me at all with this. (laughs) Something about his muscles, something about his muscles is alarming to me. And the fact that he has added like a little more bulk to them, like a little more like body fat to the muscles doesn't make it less alarming. It also is funny that people are watching his new Netflix show, which is kind of about like, it's like about the world and like saving the world and climate change and like how to use water in more eco-friendly ways and all this stuff. And they're just like, when is he going to take his shirt off? Take your shirt off, take your shirt off. And then he takes his shirt off. And I was like, ah! Zach definitely, even though when he's talking about boring things like, you know, water or whatever, he definitely still pulls in mm-hmm. an audience. <laughs> this show is very, I love learning about stuff as much as the next person, but I have to say, hearing Zac Efron go wow like meeting scientists and just being like wow nice dude nice wow dude oh wow whoa that is so cool that's trippy Let's move on. We were going to talk about Megan and Tory Lanes, but it's sort of like we still don't know well, anything we, yet. We talked about it on the Patreon and as we were talking about it, and even though we left it in the show, as we were talking about it, it's like such an unfinished story. There's so many questions still like as to what happened with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanes that night. We don't know. Yeah. And she just tweeted and I she tweeted yesterday. Um, Black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about this, but this is my real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. Well, people were joking about it on Twitter and I think that's what she's referring to as kind of the memification of like her pain and her literal pain. Like she was shot in the foot. She was literal. She went to the hospital and had to be treated for wounds like in her foot. And like we still don't quite know what exactly happened there like the basic outline of Mm -hmm. it is that like they were in a car a gun went off somebody shot a gun and it she got hurt right and so like but we just don't there's just no the lapd has no information like everyone they've asked for more information nobody's talking etc etc so it's like we really don't know what went on and i kind of feel like until we do it's really hard to talk about (laughs) because who knows yeah we'll probably know about it eventually um but let's talk about things we do know about. One of the things is Henry Cavill assembled a computer while listening to Barry White, or at least he he added the Barry White in I, post. This is like the sequel to and our favorite Instagram video made by Henry Cavill. Well, that was Stevie Wonder. The thing about this is, I mean, not to overuse the joke where it's like, if you would have shown me this headline in 2018, I would have slapped you and called you a, a dick, dick bag. bag. Like, Interesting. Uh, Whatever, you know, uh, but I guess Henry Cavill's influence has been underreported or um, under acknowledged by myself because the number of people who like got horny on main to Henry Cavill building a computer, which honestly wasn't even that horny. Still baffles. It's weird how he's like a horny figure because I find him, I love him, but I find him like completely sexless. And even the times where I've found him like attractive and sexy, there's still an element of like, of Mission like Impossible. Tom of, of Finland sexlessness in a weird way. Like, is that weird to say? Like, he's a drawing. Yeah. He's a drawing. Right. Imagine if Tom of Finland like loved drawing all those things, but like he didn't draw the dicks. <laughs> sure. Right, 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 right. I think also the thing about Henry Cavill is he is really weird and people get a kick out of like his personality, which shines through in the fact that he made a five minute long Instagram video where he puts together his own gaming PC. Like that, that is weird. Yet again, these celebrities and their apps, like what app did he use to make these titles that are like, nope, these little gold pens are sensitive or totally ran out of hard drive space. Not really a surprise considering this took hours. Hold up. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that number is upside down. Yay. Where did he get this app that he clearly did it? I mean, he clearly did it on his phone. I don't think it's just iMovie. I it's don't think it's just endearing Maybe it is, that he did it wrong. himself, unlike some of the content that we've been seeing that's been ridiculous from, let's say, Jessica Chastain, who like definitely has a team like adding in. Who made her own like, fan who, cam. Like, <laughs> Jessica Chastain made her own fan cam and everyone was like too confused to even comment on it. They were like, right. um, I'm just going to let like, this Jessica lie. wants the attention that Henry Cavill building a computer got, you know. Also, building building your own gaming PC truly is like the nerd, the epitome of like nerd and geek behavior you know so for him to be doing this like superman yeah. isn't is making his own pc like i get how this clicks for a lot of people i get it i get mm-hmm. it even though he is weird but it's also sort of like 
deceptively easy to build okay, your own Okay, get out of here. No, 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 Essentially get a menu. You get a list no, of the no, things no, you no, need no, to do, no, no. and then get, you put okay, them together based a, on how they're. No, you don't to... get to argue that. You don't get to say that information. L.A. Times. Only Henry Cavill could build a computer and break the internet at the same time. Yahoo. I think it was Yahoo Lifestyle. Henry Cavill built a PC and a tank top, and I need a glass of water. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> <Forbes>. really good. <laughs> Forbes. Of course, you want to watch The Witcher's Henry Cavill build a gaming PC. I thought this was funny because they had to define him as The Witcher <laughs> star. <laughs> like, of course, because if it said, of course, you want to watch Henry Cavill build a gaming PC, someone would be like, huh? I what? do. <laughs> and then you say The Witcher, and then you go, okay. Okay. And then there's The Verge. Yeah. <laughs> Because you definitely want to watch Henry Cavill Ugh. build a gaming PC. I thought that was funny because it's sort of like, I can't it tell if it's sarcasm or not. <laughs> and then there's Rock Paper Shotgun, which I'd never heard of. It's a gaming website. Watching Henry Cavill build a PC gave me a heart attack. Okay. Um, because they're Yeah, like, sure. They're like, they're like, they're like oh, he's doing it wrong. Like yeah. Uh, Refinery29 says, Henry Cavill is breaking the internet for building computers? Wow. Tor.com, which is, I think, a, a sci-fi site. Let Henry Cavill show you parts you've never seen before as he assembles this gaming PC. Sexy. And then TechSpot says, Henry Cavill's PC building skills aren't quite Superman. Because, again, it's a tech site. And they were sort of like, I like that he's... I think they were sort of glad that he left in his errors. They were like, oh, he like allows himself to fuck up on camera right, well that and, like, was the cute that part sort of about process. like the whole video which is like that he messes up it's a five minute long video i mean this isn't like i built a pc lol it's like this is a process and i'm like not that good at it it's like charming and he plays a <laughs> sexy song he plays um my Barry first, White. My which first Barry last White everything song right don't don't wait, yes wait. there we go yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nobody but you and me. Sorry, I'm watching it. Now I'm now I'm watching it. We've got it together, man. <laughs> Sorry, he cuts it off, and that's when the. I do. I do like that. I mean, there is something sort of. There is something sort of. It's charming so about charming. It. It's so about charming. It. <laughs> but I still find him weirdly sexless. No, I mean that's why he's so. That's why he's so. Which I think maybe helps make yeah, him no, so charming. The, it's it's sexiness in a way where like when you say hubba hubba, that's the kind of sexiness that this is. Like <laughs> yeah. saying yeah. hubba hubba, you know, like that is Henry Cavill. Can I just say it? Henry Cavill can destroy me like legit. He can Superman this hoe. That's very kind of you. I appreciate your vigor, but um, don't hurt yourself. Be careful out there. I would let Henry Cavill split me in half. I'm just going to say it. Thanks for saying it. What do people get up to in their free time? Uh, what else do we have? Oh, we have some relationship news. And there's a lot of like annoying and really stupid relationship news. So let's start with the good relationship news, which is actually like way too sweet and cute. Um, there was a profile in GQ that was mostly written, I think, in February, they said. And then they followed up. They did, like, the pandemic follow-up. So, of course, there's, like, current yeah. context to it. But Quavo and Sweetie were profiled by GQ. And it's, like, way too sweet and way too good. And I think we need to focus on this and not the other stuff. We can give this a lot of the time because the other stuff is so bad. <laughs> this profile is really, really good. I, I want to start with this because I could not believe that they met not just on Instagram. Not just like he slid into her DMs, which is a tale as old as time at this point. They met because she showed up on her on his explore yeah. page. I've never heard. Well, of it's that. also just like I've I never don't heard think. I wonder if it's random for like people, friends of friends, to show up on explore pages. But obviously, because she's famous, like she showed up as an explore. Like she's that famous. makes more sense because like more famous people show up on explore page or whatever. But I think friends of friends mm -hmm. actually can show up easily on explore page. I'm looking at my explore page and I'm going to see like, like gross like products I, and like celebrities, obviously. <laughs> let's see if I have to be in a relationship with a celebrity. It's the first celebrity. If it's the, fir the first celebrity on your okay, explore page is the person you have to mine. be in a relationship okay, with. Okay, here we go. Okay, I got one. Oh, I'm polyamorous. Who is it? Zoe Kravitz and Laura Ooh. Dern. <laughs> Wait, what's mine isn't loading. 
But mostly mine is like food. It's like mushrooms on toast. More mushrooms on toast. Apple slices. What? A Snickers bar. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mine's Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. E! News is Zac Efron. So that's how they met. Who are they? Quavo's and Migos. Quavo is in Migos. Sweetie's, and Sweetie's a, Sweetie's a rapper like number known one. for Icy Girl, which was her first, the, like, the song that broke her. But then, like, she has, ta- like, her new song is Tap In. Although a lot of people don't like Tap In. I really like it. But they're like, oh, she's changing. She, that's not her style. Like, whatever. But I like it. I like her. So sh- she's also pretty new. Like, she didn't graduate until, she didn't graduate from college until like I think she's maybe 25 26 and so she started on Instagram which I think is like a very much a sign of her her youth like she's a rapper who got started on Instagram anyone who gets started in their career on Instagram it's like wow you're young I can it's very hard for me to relate to you but um he she showed up on his explore page he clicked it and then like because she was putting some of her music on Instagram he like clicked your music and was like oh wow she's hot and I she has like a lot of talent I'm going to reach out to her and they've been dating ever since then I would say like they're kind of a super couple like they're they're it's it like mm-hmm. they both lift each other like two big stars like I think that I think Quavo's a them but I'm not sure if Sweetie I is. think Sweetie might be a them and Quavo might not be <laughs> I don't know Migos, Migos is definitely is a them, them, but like, can you name all the Migos? Like, I used to. I might not be able to. No, anymore. I don't think I can. Yeah. But like, the p- peak when I could name Migos was like a few a year ago or so, a few years ago. But Sweetie, Quavo, Offset. But I think Sweetie is bigger three? than than Quavo right now, in a way. Probably right now. Did you know that she is Gabrielle Union's cousin? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> she is Gabrielle Union's cousin. Gabrielle Union was like talking about something once in an Instagram caption and she mentioned Sweetie and called her like one of my cousins or something. And everyone was like, wait, your cousins yeah. with Sweetie? And she said, yep, her father and I are first cousins. Her grandma is my aunt Joanne Glass, who I based Eva from Deliver That's Us from so Eva important. on. She based her character on Sweetie's That's so aunt. That's Sweetie's so grandma. Important. And also I, I remembered this. Do you remember this video of Tracy Ellis Ross realizing she said sweetie wrong? Okay, so I have recently been informed that that beautiful lady that was wearing that dress at Puffy's 50th birthday that was hanging off of her luscious body, that her name is Sweetie. Because you know what I thought her name was? Sawati. <laughs> oh my God. So they did a, a video also. People, for the that's Pop, why it was blowing like, up on Twitter um, was that video. Because like they were very being very sweet to each other. And like he was singing her first song and like he knew all the lyrics and like they were quizzing each other. And like, can you rap the first few bars of Icy Girl? Can't stop, won't stop, gig bop. Ten white toes in the toy flip flop. Hey. Mannequin, pedicure, you know, tip top. And they say I'm not hot. hot. I need to stop because I'm icy. Can't stop, won't stop, get guap. Ten white toes and them toy flip flops. Manicures and pedicures, I'm always tip top. When they say I'm not high, all these lies need to stop. Cause I'm icy, wifey. Haters wanna fight me. Never been the one get RP up on a white. It's really cute. Um, it's cute, and these videos can go really badly. And it made me think of the the one with Travis Scott and Kylie from a few years ago. That's like sort of cute, but also he doesn't really know a lot about her. <laughs> um, so it's like both uncomfortable and sort of cute because they clearly have chemistry, but like Travis didn't know anything about her. So that was part of the, sort yeah. of the joke about it. What are my dog's names? Norman. Okay. Lady. Lady? Lady? Or like something with an L. Norman. Um, Remember, they all are like, Normie. And they all have the E. And Lay. Baby, there's four. You got one. I know, I know. Because it's a girl, pretty, or like, what's her name? Uh, Her name's Bambi. Bambi. Okay. And then what? Babies. Oh, definitely. So it's Normie. Yeah. You don't know them? <laughs> Rosie and Harley. Oh, Rosie, Harley, yeah. Where, and, and this one, like, 
Quavo knows everything about her. And if he gets something wrong, he has. I love like that. A- like the like the meme surrounding the conversation about this profile was like that. These are sweet, like couples goals, like love these two. Like we this is a this is so adorable or whatever. And also, if I'm going to read about like couple goals, like there's something there's something rare about reading about a celebrity relationship and actually being charmed yeah. by it and like thinking that it's sweet because so often the media will be like oh my fucking god lucy hale and colton underwood are dating and we're right, fucking right. shaking y'all and it's like why does anyone give a <laughs> shit about really these two and then you see like oh sweetie and quavo did yeah. a cute profile in gq and you're like did they and then you read it and it's like oh they actually <laughs> did where it's like where it's like oh you click on lucy hale dating the bachelor's colton underwood as pair are spotted on a hike in los angeles two months after his split from cassie randolph and it's like i don't even know if my brain is fully functioning after reading that headline like how can i possibly be charmed by it okay i love that you just i love that you just i love that you're using these to go through them quickly yes lucy hale was spotted on a hike with colton underwood um i love that this says in a photo obtained by tmz the pretty little liars actress 31 and hunk colton 20 28 so like after calling him Bachelor, She's they ran out of things to call him. So they're just like, hunk. <laughs> fuck cares. Wait, Who I didn't even notice cares? that. She's an actress and he's a hunk. God, that sounds like a Netflix Christmas movie. Then the actress and the hunk. <laughs> Speaking of boring relationship news, this is really, we've talked about Andrew Form and Jordana Brewster, but like the Daily Mail cannot take the opportunity to like, no dump on someone yeah. and not and like not ta- like cannot not take the opportunity to dump on someone in their time of happiness jordana brewster throws her arms around new man mason morfitt he has a name now and kisses him in the sunshine dot 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 mere days after beginning divorce proceedings remember how you were like andrew form like you were like kind of the name was like throwing you in the headline okay so oh, yeah. now there's a new headline and her new boyfriend's name is mason morfitt her new boyfriend is named mason morfitt what the fuck well, he's more fit to be her boyfriend than oh, Andrew Form, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mason Morfit. He's a CEO. So, yeah, so is everyone on Tinder of what? I don't Sorry. Know. He's the CEO. <laughs> His G Mason Morfit is the partner chief executive officer and chief investment officer of Value Act Capital. Thoughts? Who Thoughts? I mean, I don't understand money enough to know how this guy's getting Thoughts? rich off of this. <laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> Questions? Comments? See, this is like, I get this is funny. It's funny to talk about this, but it's just a completely different vibe from talking about Quavo and Sweetie. The 44-year-old, who is a Star Wars fan and plays the guitar in a band (laughs) called Birdseed, has become accustomed to being challenged. I'm sorry, Mason Morfitt. I'm sorry, Mason Morfitt. He's the son of a U.S. diplomat. Mason Morfitt. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not crop. Yeah. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone it'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly. With it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No. But do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, 
It's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. my ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames it. are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for Banana Bonanza. B-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, blocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-N-A-N-Z-A. It go and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. B-E-N-A-N-A. Let's update their dossier. That's the song. Yeah, that's the song. Have you made a song since? Just out of curiosity. No, I actually started work on the oh, new Patreon theme, though. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so we're going to have a new page. Because that, that, this is not a Westworld well, podcast. Well, I just like, haven't. It's just so terrible. Plus, I just it just needs a good. It, so, yeah, it needs a yeah, new yeah. theme. It needs its own theme. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. The, the, it needs the a new, VIPs it needs need a new theme. The VIPs need their own theme song, yeah. So, Banana got a dog. Or not Banana, just Anna. How many dogs do they have now? The dog they have is three precious. dogs now? Well, Anna already... Yeah, well, Anna already had a dog, the white dog that she carries around with um, when they yeah, walk so dogs together. Yeah, so she got a together. new dog. But now she has a Named new dog. Salsa. And its name is Salsa, which is cute. The dog itself is cute. This is not huge news. There's like, we talked about how they haven't been seen together since that Washington Post story came out that sort of like but now they have. shaded them. But now they have, although it's only Ben's it's a foot. foot. In one it's of Ben's the photos foot. in the carousel, Anna's like lounging on a chaise lounge outside, like with salsa sort of nuzzled up next to her body. And you can see a, man's foot. a foot and a leg as though it's the photographer photographing yeah. Anna. It's Who, Ben. What I other? Tell. I don't need a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't need a Dunkin' Donuts cup to know that's Ben's foot. It would be funny if there were one, if there were one little, because she's on, he's like on a, like there are pavers underneath her, like it's on a patio, like a deck. If there was a little drip of condensation there, I would say it's 100% because I'm like, that's his Duncan drip. But because uh, yes, there is no Duncan drip. Ben's signature Duncan drip. I can only say there's 99% com- with 99% confidence that that is Ben Affleck's shoe and yeah. jean and yeah. pant. Um, but, you know, who else yeah, could yeah, it be? Yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely Ben. It be? And then the other thing that I thought was funny that you didn't put here was like when she posted this on Instagram who wrote, wait, what? Jamie Lee Curtis wrote, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, this opens a door to like, what is your relationship? Like, had they just been on the phone for hours? She didn't mention she got a new dog. Was, you know, it's like, wh- wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> you got a dog? But you can say you're right about it because it's like that is the response. Wait, what? To getting a dog is either someone that you have a really casual relationship with or someone you have a really well, intimate relationship with. I can't, I can't You can't tell. tell. It's really interesting. Tell. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what? People covered this new dog and like clearly had 30 words worth of information and had to expand it to yeah. like a thousand words. It's wild. This is a wild story. I'm going to read as much as I can before I like lose my mind. Ana de Armas is officially a dog oh mom of two. God. On Friday, the Knives Out star revealed the newest addition to her family, a puppy named Salsa. Keep in mind, this is the only information the world has about Salsa, that it is a puppy and that its name is Salsa. The actress, 32, introduced Salsa to her followers with a series of adorable photos on Instagram, including a picture of D'Armas and the puppy cuddling together outside. Welcome to the family, Salsa, she announced. The puppy is a... (laughs) This is my favorite sentence. The puppy is a mixture of brown, black, and white fur and has a spotted pink and black nose. You're describing... 80% 80% of puppies. And then it says, in one of the photos, Salsa lets out a big yawn as he flashes his puppy eyes to the camera. In another image, De Armas is seen taking a selfie with Salsa as the two lie outside in the grass. You've already mentioned that. Salsa received lots of love and welcoming wishes from many of the other actresses' followers. Oh, what an angel, wrote actress Frida Pinto, while French model Gaia Weiss wrote, yes, sweet. 
Jamie Lee Curtis, who starred in Knives Out alongside DeArmas, was surprised to see the news, writing, wait, what? <laughs> that's, why, that's why it just comes out of nowhere. So Everyone who vaguely knows her is like, yay, cute, we love it, we stand, puppy, yeah. And then like, wait, what? Jamie Lee Curtis is like sipping a beer. What? She spits like it that out. Iconic like, photo. Wait, what? <laughs> and her husband's like, what? Like Christopher Getz is like, what? And she's like, oh, Anna de Armas got a dog. Anna got another dog and named it Salsa. And he's like, who are you talking about, Jamie? <laughs> um, Salsa joins the actress's adorable dog, Elvis, who she has often been seen taking walks on with her boyfriend, Ben Affleck. The pair has been spotted numerous times out in Los Angeles. Yeah, okay, no I'm done reading. here. What's next? feuds we have some fucking feuds today we have a few different feuds this first feud i didn't really understand well i mean look at who look at who it's look at who it's between so i guess mickey rourke hates robert de niro and they have a feud when mickey rourke was like relevant two incoherent you know to have a feud you have to be on equal standing kind of you can't just like be somebody who doesn't matter who's mad at somebody who does mickey rourke at one point did matter more at least and i think they had a feud He's sort he's, of a who now. He he's definitely like who has energy who now. energy now. Um, their feud was from a snub on the set of the 1987 film Angel Heart. And the incident, which mm-hmm. now I will click on, um, was in the page six in 2019. Robert De Niro, Mickey Rourke is lying about the Irishman's snub. The feud extends back to the 1987 psychological thriller Angel Heart, where Rourke starred opposite De Niro, now 76. Rourke said, quote, when I was in school studying to be an actor, I looked up to him like Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Rourke said, noting that he introduced himself on the set. But immediately he was snubbed by his idol. About five minutes later, De Niro comes over and he says, I think it's better if we don't talk because of characters in the movie. It's better if we don't say hello, talk or anything. Rourke added, it hurt my feelings because I looked up to him. This is the reason. This is the pettiest thing I've ever heard. He's mad because... De Niro was like, please don't talk to me because of the characters. And I don't know what this movie is about, but I guess they're not friends. <laughs> the wrestler added that their rift festered while filming scenes for the Alan Parker film, including an alleged incident where Rourke said De Niro refused to be touched by his co-star. Okay, he just hates. I don't know if you even know if this is a feud. Now I'm like, is this a feud? Well, it's a one-way feud. So the reason this is happening is because Mickey Rourke took Which to Instagram yeah. a couple days ago. And posted an old photo of Robert De Niro, I think, from the movie they were in together. And it says, hey, Robert De Niro, that's right. I'm talking to you, you big fucking crybaby. A friend of mine just recently a friend of mine just recently told me that a few months back, you're quoted as saying to newspapers, quote, Mickey Rourke's a liar. He talks all kinds of shit. Listen, Mr. Tough Guy in the movies, you're the first person that ever called me a liar. And it was in the newspaper. Let me tell you something, you punk ass. When I see you, I swear to God on my grandmother, on my brother, and all my dogs, I'm going to embarrass you severely 100%. Mickey Rourke as God is my witness so mickey work is essentially threatening he wants to embarrass robert de niro it's not violence but it's like something he's threatening something really embarrassing and i think robert de niro is like probably in his upstate how do you house, think he'll like, embarrass what? him like, do you think I it'll be along the right lines now. of like meet the parents like he'll clog the toilet like he'll make it look like a robert de niro clogged the toilet <laughs> and robert de niro like i clogged the toilet <laughs> it'll definitely be a It'll definitely be like a poopy embarrassment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it embarrass you so like, bad. It's gonna be like, gonna be like you poop the toilet, but then you, but then you're gonna have to figure out how to fix the toilet. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna tie your shoelaces together when you're sitting down. <laughs> when you stand up, you're gonna fall, <laughs> or at least it's stumble. gonna be so embarrassing. Like, what other, like, what kind of threat is this? Like, this is a, this is a very, you know, one-on-one threat. I have to say. Mickey Rourke, also like the the cheek of Mickey Rourke talking about um, people behaving badly on a movie set. Like, isn't every story about the wrestler like Mickey Rourke didn't right. do anything? Mickey Rourke is a nightmare. Working Mickey Rourke is the worst. Mickey yeah. Rourke is terrible. We yeah. hate Mickey Rourke. Like, even Marissa Tomei was like, it was a nightmare. Like, <laughs> yeah, am I wrong no, about that? I think she even right. said, like, it right. was tough. It was difficult. Yes. Yes. And he's mad because Robert De Niro said, I'd rather not talk to you right now because this is what how our characters work. The other feud, there are two more feuds. The, f- the worst feud is Mickey versus Bobby because it's barely a feud. The second feud is a little bit better. It's K. Michelle <laughs> versus a, a couple, which is funny because it's one versus two. K. Michelle versus a couple. K. Michelle has come a long way from being like queen of my heart, like singer of the song Vsop, having the best storyline on love and hip hop, being iconic, to like being so She's rude all the rude. time. She's and I cannot only be rude. In- 
I cannot be in her corner anymore. She just keeps getting ruder. She's so rude. Vsop is one of the best songs of the decade, but that does not change the fact that K-Michelle sort of seems like a huge asshole. And not like rude funny, but just like kind of like, when did you say that? Like, relax. You know, like if she was my friend. Well, she was rude to Tamar. She was, and then recently, so she, um, this rapper Moneybag Yo celebrated his girlfriend's birthday, Ari Fletcher. Moneybag Yo used to date Megan Mm. also, Mm. by the way. Mm. Um, Celebrated Ari's birthday by buying her a Mm. Lamborghini. And so both parties Instagram this Lamborghini, right? You get a gift, you post it, you're like, oh my God. So he's like, I got my girlfriend this, I got my girlfriend this Lamborghini. Ari posts it. Oh my God. I love my boyfriend. He's so sweet. He got me this Lamborghini. K. Michelle goes on Instagram live and it's like dumping on them and says that it's rented because the Lamborghini costs $100,000 and he does not have that kind of money. I'm going to go up here with money bag and tell him about his $100,000 that they finna show in his bank account today at seven o'clock. Why he trying to be picky about some records when I did shit with Chris Brown and everything and I turned your ass down for some pussy. And you ride here with $100,000 renting out Lambos. Oh, I'm gonna lie. And so the response from the two of them is that no, 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 because the Lamborghini was custom and you cannot rent a custom Lamborghini. You cannot rent a customized car, one. Two, my car is in my name, Ariana Fletcher. Bitch, don't play with me. So now everyone's mad at K-Michelle for putting her, for getting in the business of someone else for no reason. Like, there was no reason for K-Michelle to go out here and do this. But as I said, I guess we've just sort of found out that K-Michelle's kind of an asshole, which bumps me out. So who are, but wait, we talked about who K-Michelle is because we talk about about K-Michelle a lot. Who are Ari Fletcher and um, Moneybag Yo? Ari Fletcher is sort of, I don't know, she has a lot of followers on Instagram. She's sort of an Instagram model, like, party promoter person that's sort of her thing she's friends with a lot of other rappers she used to date another rapper that's sort of why she's famous that's why she gets attention because she's like in the circle of other more famous people Moneybag Yo is a rapper from Memphis he did a nice thing recently did you see this tweet that I found that he donated $10,000 of sanitizer and masks to keep the students and staff of a school district in Memphis safe but the photo is really funny because the superintendent is wearing a mask and Moneybag Yo is just like, hi, nest him without a mask on. It's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, and he's he's most, he's um, a but, rapper, but he's like kind of like more known for dating Megan Thee Stallion. Because like she, they were dating yeah. when she kind of was like rising up to fame and she had to be like, and she was when like, I'm single, bye. Like, And one time he got into a fight with 50 Cent because 50 Cent called her a hoe in like a photo that Moneybag posted of her and, of him and Megan the Stallion, not knowing that it was Megan the Stallion in the photo, and so he had to apologize for it. <laughs> how dare! Um, how dare! That's so anyway, rude. <laughs> the last, it's really rude. Well, Fifty Cent is also yeah. very rude. So it's funny that Memphis came back though. So he's from Memphis. Cool. I'm sure he called in. Moneybag Yo also is now famous for calling Who Weekly and saying that Memphis was a city in ancient Greece. <laughs> no. Thank you, Moneybag Yo. So all the drama and all the people talking shit and leaving comments and getting on their platforms to say shit about me. You won't hear a word back from me, baby. You want to know why? Because I got something to do. I mind the business that pays me, not the fools that watch me mind my business. The last feud is Haley Baldwin versus, excuse me, Haley Bieber versus the service industry because, and I don't know how I feel. I mean, I believe these things because I'm willing to believe these things, but I guess they should be taken with a grain of salt. Just a oh, random I believe TikTok this. person I believe being this like, fully. hey, I worked as a, I worked as a server in a big in a fancy Manhattan restaurant, and these are me rating celebrities I've encountered I from one it. to ten, and it's sort I of a funny it. setup. Rating celebrities I met while I was a hostess in Manhattan. Part one. So first off, we have the Hadid sisters. These two are literally so nice. I cannot tell you enough things about them. They're super polite and friendly with staff, which unfortunately is rare for celebrities. Ten out of ten. Next up, we have MagCon star Cameron Dallas. I kind of had a bad experience with him. Him and his friend called after we were closed and insisted on a table and kind of pulled a do you know who I am moment. Four out of ten, he was rude. Next up, we have Mrs. Bieber. This is going to be controversial. I've met her a handful of times and every time she was not nice. I really want to like her, but I have to give her like a 3.5 out of 10. Sorry. Next up, we have Kylie. She was fine, but she tipped $20 on a $500 dinner bill. Do with that information what you will. That's why, that's what shocks me. Why does Haley, Haley got all the headlines from that TikTok when like Kylie tipped 
twenty dollars on a five hundred dollar deal. Well, Haley got the Haley got headlines because Haley responded. She like apologized to it. She apologized. Uh, so I think maybe in okay. retrospect, that's how but she also, got the headlines. But like Kylie, you're right. Like that's that's fucking unacceptable because that's like truly the low. Haley Bieber being not so nice a few times. I gotta say, like celebrities. People saying when celebrities aren't nice to them, I'm a little bit like I give the celebrity a little bit of a grain of salt because think of how many people they meet every day and like imagine being nice to every single people you meet when you meet like thousands, whatever. The point is like, I guess if this she'd been to this restaurant like quite a few times was mean every time. Yes, obviously that is not great because that's like a pattern of not being very nice. But Kylie Jenner tipping like $20 on a huge bill is, is so much worse than that. It's not even about meanness or niceness. Mm-hmm. It's about like you are literally so rich. And if you're going to spend that much at dinner and you don't tip, like that's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. If if you if you are a server working in like a fancy restaurant in New York or L.A., like the only celebrity story that I really care about is how much the celebrity tips. Like that's really it's all like I give a You could call me a bitch, but if you're exactly. tipping me correctly on a $500 bill, then like I don't really fucking care. You know, like I really don't care. You know? <laughs> Don't you don't you think like yeah. yeah so it's like it's like call tell me how much Haley actually tipped on her meal because if Haley had tipped badly she would have said it twenty percent of five hundred is a hundred bucks and she tipped twenty dollars so think about yeah. what percentage that is yeah that's I mean, up. do the math meanwhile Kylie would never yeah. comment on that Kylie would never comment on that but yeah but Haley did Haley said I'm sorry like uh, that's just that's not my intention I'm sorry if I gave you bad vibes I want to know what she tipped and honestly if she mm-hmm. tipped well I don't care speaking of tips here's a tip. I wouldn't fly Wiz Air. Sorry. Because they just signed a deal in this economy. In this economy, they're paying Gemma six figures to be the face of budget airline Wiz Air. As you can imagine, a diva in lockdown is not good. Thank God for my good friends at Wiz Air. I could have gone to Greece and smashed plates. I could have gone to Portugal and drunk pool. But in true... Essex GC style, I am flying to Spain. Hi girls, got a social distance, but I love ya. Do you think that's a smart choice for them? Out of all things that they could do. Well, the Europeans, the Europeans are traveling now. Like we aren't traveling, but like Europeans are flying. So maybe. A budget airline with Gemma Collins as the face of, would you fly? (laughs) No, truly. Like if I was like, ascending the steps to board a Wizz Air flight with and I saw Gemma Collins's face on the like the nose of the plane I'd be like sugar we're going down <laughs> like I would not be confident I, I don't know that I'd be um, super confident that's what I'm that plane. saying like w- <laughs> it but seems they might have Prosecco it's... <laughs> she says that there's Prosecco you, on board she I'm loves sorry, Prosecco do you think a budget European airline has free Prosecco <laughs> they don't even have free seatbelts on this flight <laughs> I don't need it to be free. I'd pay for the budget Prosecco. Do you, I love a cheap like, sparkling. If Gemma's like, I am luxury, which really is kind of like her thing is like luxury. Like you're paying for like every single thing on this airline. You're paying for the peanuts. They're paying for the shoes I'm wearing. They're pay- every every article of clothing that I have on on my body when I board, I'm paying for it. Oh, you're wearing shirts and shorts? You're going to need to pay an extra 20. <laughs> okay. Also, Wizz Air sounds fake. This whole thing, from the name of the airline to the fact that it's happening in the middle of a pandemic to the mock-up of her face on the nose of the plane, which I think might it's, not even be a mock-up. I think it's a full photo of no, what I it looks like now. This is this is beyond parody. I don't know how to deal with this. How did she make sense? A source told the this? publication, Gemma loves going abroad. So when Wizz Air approached her team, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> Plus, the planes are pink, her favorite color. This is the baby GC here. Welcome on board, baby. Let's go. Don't forget your masks. And who wants Prosecco? There's only one way to travel. Wiz Air. Enjoy. Ha, 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 ha. Also, at did she Wiz Air. spell Wiz Air wrong? She spelled Wiz wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she spelled Wiz Air wrong. A Hungarian low-cost airline with its head office in Budapest. It like, is. I think it's Wiz real. Wiz Air is this... real. If you, flew, if you saw this flying through the air, if you were an alien... And you were you were in your like UFO, you were like a UFO, and you're just like floating around waiting for someone to spot you. And you saw Gemma Collins' face on a plane flying towards you. Terrifying. She's out to find you. She's looking. But even as a child, we all remember little cartoons with UFOs in. Like guys, these are all messages to you know all of us. And I do believe there's life on Mars. There's definitely, you know, I often look up at the moon and 
like, again, lots of full moons recently. I don't know about you, but my breasts get so heavy on a full moon. Literally, I can barely move. They f- no, I'd go back. I'd go back to my galaxy. I'd never go back to Earth. <laughs> Welcome on and board, baby. Wait, imagine Gemma doing like a safety, like a safety video for them. Like that I could get on board with. I don't think Gemma Collins participates in safety. I think she's the the person who like immediately takes her Ambien and like puts on the face mask <laughs> and right. is asleep the moment she's in so the right. airplane. Gemma's never actually experienced a full flight. She like doesn't know what airline travel is like. <laughs> she just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like people who travel where they're like immediately like reclined asleep and it's like, yeah, I love to fly. And it's like, yeah, because you're fucking zonked out the moment you sit down. Another fun thing about Gemma is that she dumped her on off boyfriend James Argent earlier this week over WhatsApp. Thank God. Sources say that our sources say Arch told Gemma he wanted an open relationship like Will Smith and his wife Jada reportedly had. But Arch <laughs> later insisted that it was a joke. <laughs> Poor Gemma. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Can you just imagine being on this plane and every single announcement is Gemma's voice? Like, I would actually fly to experience that. The seatbelt sign is on. <laughs> Please remain seated. I don't know. Uh, like, there's turbulence uh, up ahead. One? Like, the cat. Um, the marketplace is open if you want, if you want crisps. <laughs> I don't know. There's no marketplace on these flights. Are you kidding me? We'll be coming through. We'll be coming through the aisles with. <laughs> Headphones, they're 10 quid a piece or something. I don't know. I don't really know what a quid is. I'm going to get like, I'm going to get yelled at. Like Ben is going to listen to this and like text me angrily. He's like, your impression is terrible. Like don't do that. It's very good. I claim it's good. Okay. Speaking of quid, Uh, time for Rita. Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? We keep thinking like, wow, Rita, Rita's back. Rita's, she's recording new music. She's coming back to normal like nature is healing (laughs) Rita's Rita's coming back and here she is like posing showing off her toned torso and low-rise flares and a wrap top as she poses with Cat Bruno in the sunshine I feel like this is such a return to form for Rita she's posing in clothes showing off toned body parts and like with a random like mad lip thing like she's she's with a cat cat named Bruno Bruno, who seems like he maybe doesn't want to be there I don't know that Bruno is her cat she says my cute cat Bruno on a day like today I'm grateful for all you beautiful people that continue to support me you're welcome I'm grateful for my family this weather my health my amazing friends and my cute cat Bruno last slide <laughs> last slide Bruno last slide that's Bruno I don't know hold on let me do my let me you do my thing you don't think that Bruno is her actual cat I don't know that I've ever seen this cat before so I'm searching okay she has talked about this cat like once her cat is named Bruno, and there's an Instagram called Rita Oro Bruno the Cat. There was a Vanity Fair story from 2014 where she talks about her favorite things, and one of the things is her cat Bruno. So I stand How corrected. Dare you I just try didn't to know about this cat. Bruno. You tried to erase Bruno. Also, one of her favorite things in this 2014 Vanity Fair article is Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> he's a Bengal. He's a Bengal just, cat. He's one of those like he's one of those Justin Bieber cats. That's an yeah. expensive cat. Yeah, there's lot. There are yeah, lots of pictures cat. of uh, this cat on this fan account for the cat, which is Look, uh, I at stand Bruno at X Bruno the cat. Okay, and then also there's a picture of her in a recording studio. Rita. Put a mask on. I that's what I was thinking it because it's a it's a it's an office building, and she's in a hallway lined by framed albums. So it's either a music a like a, a label or Rita, it's a recording put studio. A but she's back mask to work. On when you're inside the recording studio, Rita. We know recirculated air is dangerous. Okay, so Rita. that's. I think it's it. Um. Uh. <laughs> we're beginning our descent. <laughs> do it. Do it. Into Ephraim, into Ephraim. I don't actually think that this airplane flies to airports that I've heard of. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Wizz Air is not flying to an airport whose call signs I've ever heard of. They're flying into Cotswold, like where Rita Ora was staying on her vacation. 
<laughs> the when it lands and it's like kind of does like the hop skip and it, it's traveling like, on yeah, like yeah, trying yeah, to figure yeah. out where low cost airlines like actually land is like one of the most impossible things. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Call in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Call about the topics we talked about today. Call about topics you'd like us to talk about on Friday. Ah, uh, what else is there to say? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Also, I saw someone someone quit subscribing to our Patreon and their exit survey. They said there was too much content. I didn't have time to listen to it all. What are we out here doing this for? <laughs> too much content? <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. You know what? I'm sorry there's too much content, but we have a lot of content to give. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Bye. You will join us. to be famous.